Welcome back to the Ashcraft Minecraft Podcast. I'm your host, Asher, and today we'll be reading Chapter 13 of Minecraft Dungeons Rise of the Arch Illager by Matt Forbeck. But before we get into that, let's do a quick recap on the last chapter. In Chapter 12, Archie discovered or created High Block Keep, his ginormous mansion. And as he entered it, he found a throne that he did not incorporate in the the designs of the place. So he sat down, he got comfortable, and he put his orb in the slot in front of the seat. But when he did that, the orb told him to look into it, and it will give him vision. And then he saw his raiding party fighting and battling the undead, the skeletons and husks that were streaming out of a massive desert temple. He was so angry and frustrated. And this makes me very curious of what's gonna happen in the next chapter. So let's dive right in. Chapter 13. As Archie watched from his seat at the top of the obsidian pinnacle, Dawn finally reached the desert, where the Illager raiding party still battled the undead mobs. The flow had cut itself off, as the undead knew their time to fight was running out. But those who remained continued to battle the Illagers, with bites and bows. The mobs continued to take down Illager after Illager, up until the sun brought their savagery to an end. They continued to fight, even as they caught on fire. The Illagers, for their part, turned and fled at that point, keeping the undead from setting them ablaze as well. Once the undead had been reduced to ash, the fleeing Illagers ground to a halt and collapsed. A few of them tended to their wounds. Others simply needed to catch their breath. They would survive. A good few of them, though, wouldn't. They hadn't even lasted long enough against the undead to have the chance to flee. Without a thought, Archie's viewpoint zoomed in further. He could now see the faces of the people recovering on the sand, enjoying the moment of respite they had before the desert became unbearably hot. Among them, he spotted Thor. The evoker began stomping around the others, ordering them to stand up and get ready to march. They seemed to be making a push towards somewhere, although Archie could only guess where or why. It struck him that Thord had done the same sort of thing when Archie had been part of the raiding party, and he hadn't understood it then either. Why would the Illagers raid the undead mobs? They didn't offer anything in the way of loot. There wasn't any profit in fighting them. Archie had never been able to summon the guts to ask Thor the question. Most times, when he had opened his mouth in the party leader's presence, his only reward had been a smack across the back of the head. But it had never seemed to him that Thor knew why they were fighting the undead either. He just liked fighting, and anything that let him do that was all right by him. Like all the rest of them, in the end, Thord had been following Walda's orders. Archie realized she was the one who'd know what was going on, if anyone did. 
Either way, the illagers couldn't attack the undead mobs forever. There seemed to be an endless supply of husks and skeletons, and Walda would eventually run out of illagers. They need me, Archie said. Yes, they do. Otherwise, the undead mobs would eventually kill them all. They are your people. They can form the troops for your army. Army? The orb had mentioned that idea before, but now it excited Archie more. He had long detested fighting himself. It was dangerous, mean, and dirty. Three things he hated. That was why he'd striven to avoid being part of the raiding parties for so long. But having someone to fight on his behalf? At his orders? That intrigued him. Dead illagers could fight, couldn't fight for him, though. He had no way to control them. He needed them alive. How could he save them? What could he do to intervene on behalf of the illagers? Should he take the Orb of Dominance and march into the desert? He could likely destroy the undead the same way he had at the entrance to the Hollow Mountain. But that seemed risky. He had only fought a handful of the creatures before, not an endless horde streaming from that temple. You can send your redstone golems. They can fight on your behalf. This made sense to Archie. Although, if he had the redstone golems, what did he need the illagers for? He could just let them die. Though that appalled him, he'd been part of that tribe for as long as he could remember. Even as badly as he'd been treated there, he didn't want them all dead. But when it came to an army, wouldn't the redstone golems be enough? They looked so tough. Archie couldn't imagine what would be able to stand against them. Any one of them could step on him and squash him like a bug. They aren't enough to protect High Block Keep from a siege. That thought brought Archie up short. He felt safe and protected here in his new home. Who would ever lay a siege to such a place? Had someone else once controlled the orb? Whoever they were, they had probably controlled the redstone golems he'd found too. They might even have built the amazing creatures themselves. What had happened to them? Why had they abandoned their power? Had they been run off or killed? And who would be powerful enough to have beaten them? And would they be coming back? No one would ever claim me from you. Archie wondered how the Orb of Dominance could possibly know that for sure. Then again, he decided he didn't want to know the answer, which was probably wrapped up in how the Orb had fallen into his hands in the first place. Questioning his good fortune could only hurt, he thought. There was no point in looking back, but he could move forward. He could save his people, and he could build his army at the same time. Archie leaped off his seat, snatched up his staff, and made his way down to the dungeons where he'd left the redstone golems. When he got there, he raised his staff high above his head and said, Arise, we have work to do. The redstone golems roused themselves and stood at attention before him. 
He inspected them carefully, despite how hard he'd been working them. They all seemed to be in good shape. Not that he would know any different unless they were actually falling apart. Archie gestured with his staff and climbed up out of the dungeon. The redstone golems followed right after him. They moved slower than he did, each of their heavy steps shaking the ground as they marched. Archie grew impatient with the speed they were making. At this rate, it would take them forever to reach the Illager raiding party. Still, he felt sure the the redstone golems were walking as fast as they could. They moved up through the bowels of the obsidian pinnacle and made their way across the wide stone bridge to the front section of High Block Keep. Once they crossed the drawbridge, Archie stopped and gazed at back at the place. He'd only just gotten here, and he was leaving already. Would it be okay until he returned? He hesitated for a moment. Should he do this at all? Would the Illagers want his help? They'd banished him after all. Just as important, would High Block Keep be safe without him? It wouldn't be much help to gather an army, he thought. If it cost him his stronghold... As he pondered these mysteries, the orb of dominance surged in brightness. A moment later, the drawbridge began to rise. The last of the redstone golems was still standing on the wooden bridge. The instant it began to move, though, it hustled forward and leaped off the end, landing on the rocky shelf next to Archie. The orb had done that without Archie ordering it to happen. He wondered. Had the orb simply read his mind, as it seemed capable of doing, or had it anticipated his request in taking care of the matter for him? And since it could manage that, did it mean that the orb of dominance didn't really need him in the end? More questions that Archie didn't think he want answered. Thank you, Archie said aloud. I wasn't sure if I should leave some of the redstone golems behind to protect the place or not. High Block Keep will be safe without you, and you will need all the help you can get against the undead who plague both your people and the desert. Archie started for the stairs, which would take him straight to the desert's edge. The redstone golems lumbered after him, taking care not to damage anything. He was glad they had made the steps to High Block Keep so deep and wide. Otherwise, creatures like these wouldn't have been able to navigate them at all. Once they reached the ground, Archie felt vulnerable again. Even with the redstone golems marching behind him, he missed the comfort of the walls of High Block Keep. Could I not have sent the redstone golems out to help the illagers on their own? He asked. That way he could have remained safe inside his new homes and not risked himself at all. The redstone golems are not very smart. They need guidance from someone who can understand the situations they might find themselves in. Archie nodded at that. As much as he didn't like the answer, it made sense. The iron golems that protected the village worked something like that. They were strong and tenacious, but relatively easy to fool. But with someone like him guiding them with a strong hand, they would be truly dangerous. An army needs a leader. Archie thought Archie thought he could hear the orb chuckling softly in agreement.
With that, Archie led his current army, small in number but large in size, into the desert. The redstone golems followed him without question or complaint, as they rumbled along beneath the scorching sun. Archie thought about commanding one of them to walk close enough to him to provide him with some shade, but the fear of being squashed by a wayward foot made him put that notion aside. As they traveled, Archie realized that he had only a rough idea of where he could find the illigerating party. He knew where they had been at dawn when he'd been watching them survive the battle with the undead mobs, but he didn't know where they might have gone since then. He considered trying to use the orb to look for them again, but it seemed like perhaps that wouldn't work properly if he wasn't sitting in his chair at the top of the obsidian pinnacle. We will find them. Archie didn't even want to ask how. He put all his faith in the orb of dominance up until now. This would be a rotten time to start arguing with it. As they moved deeper into the desert, Archie spotted the temple out of which the undead had been streaming. It stood silent at the moment. Not a living thing moved on or around it. Not even a bird. It seemed like it had been built and abandoned untold centuries ago. Give the desert temple a wide berth for now. I thought the redstone golems would be enough to protect me. They should be sufficient for most purposes. They are a force, not an army. Can they at least take on the undead attacking the illagers? For an instant, Archie wondered if the orb had brought him out here to die. You need not to worry about my loyalty. I serve you, and only you. We are bound together. You didn't answer my question. The golem should be able to take on a force of undead similar to similar to that which you witnessed this morning, especially if the illagers will help us. Archie's stomach twisted into a knot. He didn't know if the illagers would be happy to see him. He hoped that they would welcome the op- opportunity that he and his redstone golems would be able to offer them, but Thord wasn't his biggest fan. There was a chance the illager evoker would sneer at Archie and refuse his help. There was even a possibility that he'd order the raiding party to attack Archie and his redstone golem band. If that happened, Archie would be forced to defend himself, and that would be terrible all around. They they will not attack us. You don't know them like I do. If they attack us, we will exterminate them. The idea of finally having the upper hand over Thord appealed to Archie. In the past, he'd preferred to avoid fights in general, mostly because he knew that he would lose them. The fact that he might win a fight now didn't make him any more eager to start it, especially if it meant that he might wind up ending some of his fellow illagers in the process. But if he could humiliate Thord in front of the others... He wouldn't mind that a bit. What if they hurt the redstone golems? Archie had only a handful of them to rely on. If he had to fight the undead with them, he didn't want to waste any of his mighty subjects on fighting the people who should have been his allies rather than his enemies.
We can always make more. Archie gasped. If they could manufacture more redstone golems, then why were they wasting their time looking for the illagers? Other than to save them, of course. It just seemed like it would have been simpler to make more subjects than to bring illagers into the fold. The redstone golems followed his orders without question, and they never mocked him or talked back. He didn't feel like he'd get nearly the same kind of respect out of his fellow illagers. Plus, he wouldn't have to leave behind the safety of High Block Keep. Making new redstone golems is not a simple process. It requires more heat than can be found in High Block Keep. Heat? Archie knew where he could find plenty of heat. Wow, that was a crazy chapter. A lot of things happened, and Archie found out that he can make more redstone golems. I'm very excited to see what happens in Chapter 14. But until then, I'm your host, Asher, and this is the Ashcraft Minecraft Podcast. Peace!